Black Adam is now released globally, and has the hierarchy of power in the DC Universe really changed? Let's talk about it in this review. Black Adam was directed by Jauma Colette and stars Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Aldous Hodge, Noah Centineo, Sarah Shahi, Marwan Kinzari, Quintessa Swindell, Mo Amir, and Pierce Brosnan. In ancient Kandak, Teth Adam was bestowed the almighty powers of the gods. After using these powers for vengeance, he was imprisoned, becoming Black Adam. Nearly 5,000 years have passed and Black Adam has gone from man to myth to legend. Now released, his unique form of justice, born out of rage, is challenged by modern-day heroes who form the Justice Society. Hawkman, Doctor Fate, Adam Smasher, and Cyclone. Hey everyone, so after 15 years of being announced to play the part, and years and years after realizing that we were going to get a Black Adam movie and not having him, not have him introduced in a Shazam film, for example, Black Adam has finally come out after, again... I, at this point, like a decade of development hell, it feels like. This movie has been on DC's release calendar for that long. And it's one that I've been very excited about because I've always really liked the character of Black Adam. And I've been getting deeper deeper into his comics and lore in the past month or so. And I have grown to like this character even more. He's a very compelling character in the DC universe and very unique. And I'm also a big fan of the Justice Society. And I was really curious to see how they were going to introduce him into this movie. Now, the trailers themselves haven't impressed me too much. And now having seen the movie, I actually do think they were a pretty good representation of what the movie actually was and why there was such little plot shown in those in those trailers. But does Black Adam deliver a fun time at the movies or is a or is it a complete misfire? Find out in this review, which by the way is spoiler free. There will be no spoilers here. And honestly with this movie, I think you kind of have to get straight to the point just like with the movie itself. Because this is a big, loud, popcorn, fast food style blockbuster that is not by any means a great movie. I think you're going to find it very hard to find someone who walks out of this telling you this is the best made movie of the year. The most well written film of the year that will get nominated for a bunch of adapted screenplay awards. This is not that kind of movie by any means. And it's not anything to the level of even another decent movie that came out this year such as The Batman, which I thought was a fantastic movie, out and just not just for fans of comic book movies. This is one tailor-made for fans of comic book movies and blockbuster entertainment and not really anyone else. This film is definitely a bit of a time capsule to a very different time of comic book movies. It's definitely an older style. There's a lot less nuance, complexity to the plot, and it's just an all-out action fest throughout and there's not really another way to describe it it's a massive crowd pleaser it definitely has a bunch of slam bang action throughout and there is just a clear lack of plot and driving and a driving narrative with thrust for most of the runtime and that's just what i felt for most of it from my view at least and luckily, being a movie that is so loud, obnoxious, and big, like a lot of Dwayne The Rock Johnson movies, what this one excels at that perhaps some other ones maybe don't is that the action, for the most part, is actually really good in this movie. Now, again, a lot of the CG, there's a lot of CGI in the actions. In the action, this isn't, again, something like The Batman, which has a lot of visceral hand-to-hand -hand action, 
or even something like the Suicide Squad, which had some very over-the-top violence, but it's still, for the most part, until the third act, was a bit more contained. This has a tons of CGI. There's lightning, characters flying around everywhere, and just the destruction is just off the charts in this movie. There is, again, everything is so odd, but when... When there are no fully CG characters and you can actually see the actors in there, I think the action was actually really good. I loved how hard-hitting it is, and this is why I always prefer DC movies for their action than Marvel, because I felt I find that Marvel action always feels very computer-generated. DC movies do a great job of making the action, while, again, with a lot of special effects in them, they always feel visceral, and you always feel the brutality that should be going on on screen. And this movie definitely does a lot more brutal things than I expected. And Black Adam kills some people in some very brutal, but for my view, some very cool ways. And I really liked the way they introduced him with the very first action scene, shown in the trailers, where he does some really cool stuff. And just throughout, there's so many great pairings with the action. Even in the third act, when everything goes off the rails in terms of just the action and the spectacle... I still enjoyed watching the characters face off. And again, it just was so focused on the action that it kind of reminded me of like an early 2000s, late 90s, big budget movie. And I kind of appreciated that, actually. And going right along with that, I thought this movie did a nice job of being a very colorful looking movie. And it didn't really feel washed out. And I at least liked that. And I think something that goes along with the action and kind of adds to the very loud feel in a good way is the score by Lorne Balfe. Now, I think there's a lot there's a lot in here that uh, you can like from a technical standpoint, but the thing that stood out to me the most was Lorne Balfe's score. Now, they released Black Adam's theme a few weeks back, and as soon as I listened to it, I was so excited to hear the full soundtrack because Lorne Balfe also did, I believe, the score for Black Widow last year, and I was so excited for that because I love his music anytime he scores a movie, and that was a score I was super disappointed by and was extremely forgettable. This score, and particularly the main theme for Black Adam and the JSA, are absolutely awesome. And I think they really elevated the experience for me personally. It was a ton of fun, and it was extremely loud, and I thought it was great. And going right along with that, I think this movie has a decent like, way of shooting the action. Again, sometimes it feels very handheld, and I liked that a bit more. It didn't feel quite as corporately produced. There's definitely a style to the movie that Jama Sarah brings and while it can get a bit messy, I like that this does feel like someone's vision and not, again, a very a studio kind of movie, although it is a, definitely a studio movie. I like that you can tell that there's an artist behind the camera, and I think this movie, that works well for this movie. Now let's get into the characters, starting right off with the title character, The Rock as Black Adam. And I think overall, I think The Rock did a serviceable enough job as the character. I think that I don't think The Rock was born to play this role. I don't think he quite fit into the character as well as even like John Cena, just compare wrestler to wrestler, does with Peacemaker. And I think there are other actors who could have probably played this role with way more nuance. I think he does a decent enough job. And he definitely never stuck out to me as being a weak part of the movie. And I did get very I did get into the character of Black Adam. And I liked that they actually did make him an anti-hero. And they do, I think, do a good job of showing the line between what the JSA viewed the heroes as and also what Black Adam does, but also why, why he kind of doesn't really view himself as a superhero. Again, without getting into spoilers, this is kind of teased a bit in the trailers. 
I like that they did get into that a bit. And I think that as a whole, I think this is actually very different from your usual rock performance. It's nowhere near as charismatic. He's pretty stoic in this movie. And while they do inject some humor in there, it never gets to the level of most of his other movies. And going off this point, I am going to talk about the humor really quickly. I don't have too much to say about this. I don't think it ever got to the point of being all that annoying uh, for me personally in terms of the humor. But I do think that it was a bit of a mixed bag overall. I think there were a lot of really funny moments in the second act. But then in the third act, I think there were a few moments that it got to like MCU level overplaying humor. There's a kid actor who plays a very important part of the movie. And I thought it was a very weak performance. And I think that that role not being part of the movie would have definitely served it, I think, in my opinion. But I don't really know if that's a hot take. I haven't seen too many people actually talk about this character. But I think the humor overall was a mixed bag. But there are some standout lines that I do really like. Now, getting into the JSA. First, I think I have to mention that just the costumes in this movie, I think, all look amazing. Now, there are, there are a few fully CG characters, and I thought those looked pretty bad. But the actual JSA members all had fantastic costumes. And I think the two standout of the JSA, as well as, for me, the two standouts of the entire movie were actually, well, unsurprisingly, firstly, Dr. Fate, played by Pierce Brosnan. I was so excited when they announced him as Dr. Fate, because again, I'm this Dr. Fate's another character who I'm a big fan of, and I loved his portrayal of Kent Nelson. I thought he did a great job. And the other one was kind of a surprise for me, and that is Aldous Hodge as Hawkman. Now, I'm not too familiar with Aldous Hodge as an actor. I don't even know if I've seen him any any other movie or TV show, but I thought he did such a good job playing this just ultimate you know, like, hero who just believes so much, who is just so deep in what he believes and just will back, will, is willing to die for what he believes in. And I just think he was just such a compelling character. Well, I don't know if he was compelling, but he was just very fun to watch for the entire movie, I should say. And I think those two, not only are they just great characters, well, no, I don't, I don't know if it goes to great characters, but they are, they are by far the two characters that I liked seeing the most on screen. I think that their relationship, actually, it was also really good. And I actually wish we got more time with their relationship, but I almost would have preferred if this was straight up a JSA movie, maybe, and maybe have Black Adam as the main antagonist, and then maybe focus more on them too, because I actually think that it would be a lot more interesting if they were the center of the movie. But I think both characters work really well together, and I think they both have a bunch of really cool individual sequences in Time to Shine that I think is great. Now, there are some story choices made with Dr. Fate especially that I was a bit disappointed by, but I'm not going to get into that here because that would really be getting into spoilers. And I thought the rivalry between Hawkman and Black Adam especially was another highlight of the movie for me. And I just love how, again, they're both just people who believe, who clearly have a belief, clearly have beliefs, and are just so stubborn that they just won't budge them, and I love how they go head-to-head for that. Now, Cyclone and Adam Smasher, on the other hand, while I think, again, both look great, I mean, like, they, they really get nothing in this movie. Adam Smasher is a bit more of a character than Cyclone, but his humor got a bit cringe, and I actually do think that Noah Centineo, if they're heading down the path with the character that I think they will 
based off some of the biggest Black Adam stories we have in the comics. I actually think he might have been a bit miscast. And I think they leaned a bit too hard in the humor to where it got a bit cringeworthy sometimes. Cyclone is not a character. She's really just there to kind of fill out the screen time for what it felt like to me. She, We don't really know anything about her. Adam Smasher, at least, there's a hint of his past and how he took up the mantle. But Cyclone, there is absolutely nothing to her character. And I was actually a bit surprised how bland and bare-bones the character was. There, there are also some pretty simple, but I guess serviceable enough themes about the different views on heroism and how this is kind of, again, doubled down on by the plot of the movie, which I'm not going to get into, but like T's in the, in the trailers, is very focused on this one city and liberating it and how um how the humans the main humans in the in the story both may believe in black adam because of his views but how the jsa have a completely different mindset and i just like the way that they subtly but well not subtly at all but lace that into the movie at different points and i do think it would have actually served the movie to maybe go into that a bit more because i actually thought it just could have made for a more a movie with a lot more depth than we have here. But I like that they at least attempted to get into it a few times. And to state the obvious, right when we get into, before we get into the negatives, stay for the mid-credit scene. I know that was a weird jump, but the mid-credit scene's awesome. Easily one of the best mid-credit scenes or post-credit scenes in general I've seen in recent years. It got me very, very excited. It's definitely something I've been waiting many years to see. And I really hope it plays out in the future. And it's not, not just one of those teases that goes absolutely nowhere. I'm sure most of you know what it is by now, but it was awesome. And I think the last thing I'll say very quickly before we move on to the negatives is I thought this movie was a nice mix of a usual rock movie with its humor and DCEU movie. And I think if you're a fan of DC and the DCEU, I think this is a movie that's much more suited for you than any other people in any other category in terms of people who are going to go see this movie but while i certainly had my fun with this movie this is by no means a great movie or anything and i think it's almost hard to argue that this is even a good movie but i think it's entertaining enough that by the end while my first thoughts may have been wow that was a mess i did looking back on the movie have a lot of fun and while i was in the theater there were a lot of moments I, I loved and I was very happy to see as a DC fan. But I think just from a film perspective, there are a lot of issues with this movie. Firstly, the plot is very, very thin. There is zero depth in the plot and the characters. The plot itself is just pretty much built around the novelty of seeing Black Adam and the JSA and... Uh, and just the action, basically, it is relying on you just wanting to just absolutely eat up the action, which is what I went to, the, went to this movie for, for the most part. So I didn't mind this, but it was a bit shocking to me with how long they've been developing this movie, why it took them so long to just nail this week of a story. That caught me off guard a bit, and I think it's a bit hard, a bit harder to forgive knowing the backstory, and I would have expected that they had a lot more. The characters have absolutely no depth even though, again, most of my praises were with the characters, there's no character development. They're just interesting, but they're a bit more two-dimensional than three-dimensional in that regard, 
or I guess one-dimensional, I guess you could even say. And they feel a bit more like caricatures than they even do full characters that fit into this world. And even going on with the characters, as much as I liked Hawkman, I do think that, again, he really just felt like an embodiment of a hero that that's maybe a bit too full of himself at times. And I think that there isn't any development for him, really. And even when there is development, I it's really hard to buy how he actually gets to the point where he gets to. But I think for a character like Hawkman, and Hawkman, I think it works. Dr. Fate works really well as this poetic sorcerer. But the one, even when it comes to Black Adam, as much as he is the title character and he is a compelling anti-hero, there is very little explanation of his history. And while there's a lot shown, but it, we never really get into his head and why he believes in certain things, such as how he's completely comfortable killing, as shown in the trailers. That's never really explained as much as it's a big part of the movie. And stuff like that, to me, was just just felt a bit odd. And going right along with that, there is a villain throwing, thrown into this movie close to the third act, and I thought this was terrible. It was entirely familiar, but also the way that the character kind of recurringly becomes important to the plot and just how they structured that I thought was bizarre. And I think the villain itself, while the design on paper made have, made have, made have, may have looked cool, I think that the way he was executed on screen, which has been teased in the trailers, so I'm not going to spoil who it is, although even if I said his name, most of you would be like Korath and Guardians of the Galaxy and say who, because none of you know who it is. Even if I mentioned him, while you may think it's spoilers, none of you actually know the character. Even me, as a big fan of this character in DC Comics, had no idea who he was. And he really just felt tacked on because the movie needed a big bad in the end. And I thought he was terrible. And I think the design kind of looked laughable on screen. And the CGI was very hit or miss for me with this character. And just in general, I thought that the script, editing, and directing got pretty messy at times throughout the movie and was pretty inconsistent. I think talking about the script first, I thought that, well, first off, I just, the script is just pretty bad. I think from looking at it face value, it's like even in the movie, not even reading the script, and you can just tell it was a very weak and also a, a script with a lot of, a lot missing in it. And it felt like the movie was one of those movies that really feels made up as they were filming it because it always feels very sudden when we're getting heavier into the plot than the action. And I thought that some of the dialogue was way too on the nose, and some of the humor was pretty cringeworthy. Again, some of it was funny, but as a whole, the dialogue was pretty bad, I thought, and it was also a bit inconsistent with the tone sometimes, which I thought was a bit frustrating. And then going off how the movie was actually executed, the editing and directing and how it leads to the storytelling feeling very clunky. I thought it was a bit frust was actually very frustrating, especially when it comes to delivering exposition. The way this movie places its exposition scenes throughout the film was very awkward to me. And the way we cut from the from the action to then the characters talking and then trying to move the plot along, but then going right back into the action with the same set of characters and just the rep- repetitive nature of that was was kind of strange to me, and they, I feel like the way this movie was put together, I feel like it's almost stitched together by like the 
lightest and most just like temporary type of strings. Like it really doesn't feel like it was well put together in the end. And I'm talking about this from a plot and storytelling perspective in particular. And I thought it felt really clunky. The first 15 to 20 minutes in particular were very rough to get through. And I understand that's only like 20% to 15% of the movie, but it was a long 15 to 20 minutes because it was clunky and it was just, it again, the dialogue was terrible. And even the way and the editing choices, the ADR, this the movie has some of the most noticeable ADR I have seen in a superhero movie in a very long time. And I think that the second to third act, I think do in many ways get a lot better. But the way they transition to them and, and again put in this big bad was very weak. And I think the way it's executed on screen felt very unnatural as story progression wise, I should say. But I think as a whole, Black Adam is a fun popcorn film with some very fun characters to watch on screen, slam bang action, and a great score from Lauren Balfe. Hawkman and Doctor Fate are great new additions to the DCEU, and this movie does set up some very interesting things for the future. But from a directorial writing and editing perspective, I thought this was very messy. The plot itself is very thin, and this movie is devoid of almost any depth. Although I don't really know who was going in this for that. I think it is just something that felt... Uh, the movie as a whole was kind of forgettable in the end, in my personal opinion. Although I can't see myself watching this in the future. It's not a movie that's going to be in my top 10 best of the year by the end of the year by any means. I'm going to give Black Adam a C+. And overall, if you are a fan of DC films, I do recommend you check this out in the theater when you've got the time. It's not one you have to rush out to see unless you just want to see that mid-credit scene. But honestly, if you're not a fan of DC, I think this is one that you could probably just wait to rent or just stream. I don't think it's one you really need to go see in the theater. But I think if you're a fan of DC, this is one that you should definitely go see. If you're a fan of the JSA and Hawkman and Doctor Fate, you are going to really enjoy this film. So thank you guys so much for listening. I'll catch you all next time. Bye-bye.